0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. This may seem familiar, but let's talk about DC Comics! You know, I can't believe it either, but it's true. I read more DC comics. Something about last week. Something just grabbed me right, just grabbed me around the middle and said, "Hey, let's read some comics." It 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 helped that I've been playing uh, Batman: Arkham Knight, which is a pretty pretty good game. Batmobile's dumb. There's my review of that. All those segments are dumb, but uh, aside from that, the game's a blast. I loved Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, so it's a delight. Um, I've been in the mood. I've been in a real DC mood, and I thought, you know what? Let's continue this streak. Let's keep it going. Let's read some more DC comics. What came out? Rebirth. More Rebirth comics. They All, all of them. I... I I told you last week that I skimmed the one that's just called Rebirth, um, and I also told you that I was super on board for the Wonder Woman Rebirth series. Uh, well, that's not out yet, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but I did read a few that I thought you know might be might be worth it, might be you know noteworthy. Um, I really wanted to read Justice League Rebirth that doesn't exist either uh but what is out is batman rebirth superman rebirth uh green lanterns rebirth and green arrow rebirth and green arrow has been getting just all kinds of praise everybody loves the green arrow book and i'm gonna tell you spoiler alert it's for good reason i it's it's We'll we'll get to it a little later in the in the episode, but it's uh, it's real good. You know, it's not very good. Superman, <laughs> it's not uh, not great. I, I read Superman Rebirth and was not impressed. So much so, I'm not even going to talk about it on the show. D minus, skip it. What we are going to talk about uh, now, what I wanted to do, I wanted to read Justice League Rebirth. I wanted to read Wonder Woman, and I wanted to read Green Arrow. That was my plan. But, well, because those, you know, Wonder Woman and Justice League were the ones that really grabbed me in the last week's episode. But they're not out yet. So I had to make do with what is out. So, that being said, let's talk a little bit about Batman. I read Batman Rebirth. I thought, you know, what the hell, let's give it a shot. It's Batman. It can't be all bad. And I got to tell you, it's not all bad. It's not even a little bit bad. As a matter of fact, it's real good it's i'm interested uh, i it, it it's got me uh it's it has my attention um the gist of the entire thing is uh uh batman has taken on another uh young man into his life he is mentoring him yes and uh he's not exactly the new robin he doesn't really have a title yet he's essentially robin but not really right And the main villain that's set up for this is Calendar Man, right? Calendar Man. Goofy piece of shit Calendar Man who nobody takes seriously. Well, something, we'll get to that, right? Uh, We open with Alfred picking avocados off of an avocado tree. Now, I don't know what kind of climate uh, Gotham has, but can it grow avocados? Do they need, like, a highly specialized climate with which in to live, to live with which to thrive, to live in. What? I don't know anything about avocados, and I really wish you'd stop asking. I I don't have the time to Wikipedia avocados, I'm sorry. But the point is, Alfred is picking them, yeah? And he gets interrupted by this, uh, this young individual who is, apparently there was an offer that Bruce Wayne put out, and there you go, and it says, Monday, spring, Oh, comic takes takes place in spring, and then there's Batman getting shot at by good old Calendar Man. He's all bald and he's got Roman numerals around his head, which means he's real cool, and he's got a suit that's just covered in numbers. He's really leaning into this gimmick, you know. He's 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 on board. He wants people to know he's Calendar Man, and Calendar Man likes numbers. And he's ranting, he's ranting, he's like, you can't stop the seasons, and they'll get out, and uh, if you ignore them, they're, they're, the earth is turning, the cosmic wheel, and blah, 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 blah. And It seems like he's released these spores. By the way, this is all on a huge splash page, uh, which is beautifully, beautifully well done. Uh, art was done by uh, Michael Janin, sorry, colorist Jun uh, Jun Chung. Jesus. Uh, and uh, written by Scott Snyder and Tom King. And, you know, everybody does a great, great job uh, about this. Uh, it seems like Calendar Man is releasing spores, and uh, Batman has to destroy the spores, right? They're like the little floaty dandelion spores, which are real nice. And, and I'm not sure exactly what's going on here, but he takes off his cape, drapes it over Calendar Man. Says Alfred, max charge. Uh, The spores get out, everyone dies, max charge. And then a little shunk, and the thing goes over, his mouthpiece closes, and then a little electricity shoots between his little bat ears, which is adorable. And he emits lightning somehow. I don't know exactly what's happening, but um, presumably it destroys all the spores, right? Tuesday, summer. Huh, what? And then you've got sweaty, naked Bruce Wayne. Uh, is he in the shower? No, no. He's in a meeting with Lucius Fox. Lucius is saying, you know, when it's 137 degrees in Gotham without a hint of a breeze, tradition usually holds that one schedules meetings inside. Listen. 137 degrees in Gotham, right? Spring the day before, uh, and it's not going to get much better. Why do people live in Gotham? Why does anyone still live in Gotham? Seriously? And why do these villains want it so badly? What makes Gotham special? Is it on top of an ancient Native American burial ground? uh, With which is being hidden uh, billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of treasure? Or something? What is so special about Gotham that these guys just can't leave it alone? Just go move to Bloodhaven where Nightwing is sucking up everything, or move to, you know, Metropolis, where you're too small of a threat for Superman to pay attention to, or oh, I don't know, what is it, Coast City? I don't know where Green Lantern hangs out. Flash? Where does Flash live? I don't know, it doesn't matter. Just, why Why Gotham, man? Gee, Gotham sucks! Clearly! Just, just, why? Just leave it alone. Anyway, but, Batman, actually it's Bruce Wayne Mostly naked, is doing pull-ups On the edge of a helicopter pad While having a conversation with Lucius Fox He's in tiny little shorts And itty bitty little shoes And he's just doing one handed push-ups Sweating his brains out While Lucius says I got your money back And, uh, at one point he's so sweaty that he slips, and he grabs on with his other arm, and really, somebody saw Captain America Civil War and was very inspired. Which is not a complaint. I mean, that was a very cool scene, and this is a very cool scene. Anyway, uh, he talks about how, you know, I lose my fortune, you save my fortune, I lose my fortune, you save my fortune. Um... And then uh, it's like a calendar, seasons. It always comes around again. A little heavy-handed, Bruce. A little heavy-handed. Uh, there's a reference to uh, Thomas Wayne, his father, and being that he's crazy. And uh, that's it. That's the end of that season. Next up, Wednesday, fall. Calendar man's an old, creepy guy who's grinning. and He gets, apparently, this new world's calendar man. Uh, Still named Julian Day, which is actually kind of cool. And his body ages with the seasons, right? Uh, He dies in winter, molts his skin, and is reborn as a young man in his prime. But he sped up the seasons, so they're all happening one day after another. Bam, 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 right? Now Bruce is monologuing all this, talking to the young man whose name I still don't know because they don't say who it is, and I didn't read any Batman before this. So I don't know who it is. Anyway, he's suiting up, and he says, we need to go, and, and the young man says, Bruce, wait, I need to ask, what the hell am I doing here? Batman says, that's up to you, and then there's an allusion to, like, I'm not sure with my parents, and they're grinning like the Joker, so presumably the Joker got to them, and uh, Bruce says, well, until a way is made to make them be better, you can live here, and uh, he said, I don't want to be Robin bruce wayne says i i'm not training you to be robin i'm trying something new uh and then they show this outfit which is pretty cool it's all black and yellow which i'm not a huge fan of but the design is cool it looks like a uh, very believable motorcycle leathers and uh the young man is impressed and he says i'm listening and so are we but it, there's no explanation <laughs> I don't know who this guy is and I don't know if he's Robin or pseudo-Robin or or Tiny Batman he seems like Tiny Yellow Batman that's what I'm going to call him Tiny Yellow Batman TYB for short Uh, then it's winter Thursday it's winter Batman is diving into freezing, freezing water he can only be in there so cold, no air, four minutes and his heart gives out that's established, right? So he dives and he dives and he dives and he goes, he's looking for this thing and um, he's getting a, a, the young man's counting in his ear, right? And why did you establish that it was going to be four minutes and then you're dead? So that he could yell, you've been under for five minutes, 41 seconds. I'm amazed that it wasn't five minutes and 52 seconds because you know how DC loves the number 52 anyway they keep saying he keeps shouting you can't take this forget the spores you're gonna die forget the weather machine blah 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 um he says you can't do it and then batman pops up out of the water and says it's done because he's batman obviously and then friday spring batman has destroyed the weather machine and this is gross and terrible so don't I mean, it's really gross and really terrible. Batman talks about how he molted his skin. Yeah? Okay, well, there's a dead guy, and his mouth's open, and then a hand comes out of his mouth, and then an arm, and then a person, and it's terrible. (laughs) It is terrible. (laughs) So gross. At least he's not all bloody. It's all just kind of saliva-y, which is arguably worse. Anyway uh we cut to once again bruce wayne in short shorts uh, at least he's wearing a tank top this time but man bruce loves his tiny shorts it's weird anyway they're fighting a tree um bruce and tiny yellow batman is uh fighting a tree and having a conversation about calendar man and just kind of setting him up and be like you know a threat essentially he says uh, he comes back better every time how are we supposed to combat that and Bruce says easy we come back better each time too and he says you're crazy you know that and yeah I know and there's a little grave they're fighting in front of Thomas and Martha Wayne which is that legal can you just bury people on your property weird and Alfred uh, picks an avocado and I'm not sure exactly what happens here he takes an avocado and cuts it in half like he splits it and then he drops it in a hole in the ground where there's bats and I guess bats like avocado yes that's what we've learned bats love avocado how much do they love avocado well I'm curious enough to read the next issue I'm on board I like it Batman's you know uh, he's he's young and he's strong and he's you know back at the peak of his condition and top of his game and all of that and he's confident and he's he's batman again and that's fun and i don't know who tiny yellow batman is who this you know young individual the new foe robin but hey man i want to find out what's going on and calendar man calendar man's real gross why did he speed up seasons just to become a young dude again when he was a young dude at the beginning of the comic what's going on there wise alfred wasting avocados gather those up man sell them at a farmer's market you can make a decent pretty penny was that a no that wasn't an alfred joke no i refuse (laughs) anyway uh let's go to commercial and be back with more dc rebirth and more panel riot right after this Uh,
1: will you whining again yes what's the matter
0: I don't have any good web comics.
1: What? How can you not have any good web comics? I don't know
0: where to find them.
1: We've been over this, Will. Have we? Over and over and over. How many times have I told you? All you have to do is go to soulsworn.com.
0: What's that?
1: What is that? What is it? It is the best webcomic, Not Safe for Work, that you will ever read. Not Safe for Work. Don't go there if you're a child. <laughs>
0: Really? I don't like things. I mean, I I like things that aren't safe for work, and I like webcomics. What's it about? Did you say Soul Sworn?
1: Corey! Oh my gosh, Corey's here. I heard there. you guys talking about Soul Sworn. Yeah.
0: Ellen yeah. wow, said it's great. a good webcomic. It's a fantastic webcomic. What's it about?
1: Well, hey. do you like sound effects? Yes. Like Donk?
0: I love Donk.
1: And Crunch? real good yeah I know great yeah. right. Well yeah. then you're gonna love this one comic okay yeah. Also Is there's it? there's big dog people and crab people and there's spider people and there's chicks that die but don't really die and turn into things and there's children there's lots of children but don't let that throw you off. There's also a guy that throws fish.
0: I love guys who throw fish yeah. Like that one Muppet
1: There are Muppets
0: Which Muppet is it?
1: Actually I wouldn't be surprised if this wasn't very heavily Muppet inspired Yeah
0: Yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah. Juggling Fish juggling French Muppet I, I don't know I took a lot of acid as a child I just found out So <laughs> I could be wrong um, He exists Yeah What's it called? Soulsworn. Sworn? Fantastic Is there action? Yeah Is, there, is there cursing?
1: Corey is there cursing? Yeah,
0: well. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of cursing. Is there, is there, naked, people? there naked people? There's a lot of naked people. I don't know why you're whispering about naked people. Well
0: uh, okay okay. Soulsworn.com? Yeah, soulsworn.com. Soulsworn.com. I wasn't lying. I was not lying. On last week's episode, when I said Soulsworn was going to be back, probably, maybe. Good news. It is back. I was right. It is available right now. What are you doing? What are you doing? Pause the podcast. There's a pause button for a reason. It's so you can go and do other things and then come back later and listen to the rest of the podcast. And the thing that you're going to do, the thing that you're going to go do right now, is you're going to go over to SoulSworn.com and you're going to read the new issues. They are basically pornography and they are hilarious bear trap moving right along folks i read some dc comics and we're talking about them we're talking about them (laughs) next up we're going to talk about green lanterns green lanterns now that's plural for a reason uh i thought it was going to be you know all the lanterns but you know that's core i guess so green lantern core would be all the lanterns this is only a couple of the lanterns the new lanterns jessica cruz and sam I'm sorry, Simon, Simon Baz. Now, we don't start with them. We start things off with what is clearly, if you read uh, the Darkest Night, Brightest Day stuff, uh, or any of the Red Lantern books, Red Lantern. This is Red Lantern text box and dialogue. And he's talking about the other Lanterns and how their problems and how they're not here right now. And then they cut to a scene where there's a a blue... I think one of the Guardians of Oa, right? Being chased down by a bunch of spiky, gross people. One of them looks a lot like Mojo in a robe. Um, And uh, he opens a box and a new power is unleashed. Ooh, snap. A new power ring. And it seems to have all the colors in it. And Red Lantern voiceover man wants it. We cut to Dearborn, Michigan. Simon Baz is cleaning the word terrorist off of his garage. Shameful, terrible, horrible stuff. Because uh, Simon Baz is Middle Eastern, and someone has spray-painted some racist shit on his house. He talks about how he's like the 17th guy from Earth that was recruited to the Green Lantern Corps, and he's been to the farthest reaches of the universe and back and he came home to this. It's gross. And uh he said I guess I shouldn't be surprised. It's not the only it's not like earth is the only place I've seen fear spawn judgment, but this is the third time since I've been back that I had to clean up my sister's house. Oh, it's his sister's house. Oh, yeah, I missed that before. It's a bummer. It's it's sad, but he's interrupted. He's uh He's interrupted by a uh, man in a suit. He says, You missed your check-in. Tell your friends at the Bureau I've been a little busy being a Green Lantern. You agreed to this, Simon. If they're still accusing me of... Uh, there's some kind of... Oh, here's the exposition. I missed this part, too. You stole a car with explosives in the back. I made assumptions, but I was wrong. All the charges were dropped, even the ones that should have stuck. But the superiors upstairs made a deal with you. So he's, I guess, kind of on probation? I'm not sure. Uh, my sister lost her job because of me. Your brother-in-law woke up out of his coma because of you. Give me the brush, Simon, and he helps clean him. He helps clean the stuff off of his, uh, off of his sister's garage, which is very nice. There's a lot of exposition here to fill in people who didn't read the previous Green Lantern books, much like myself. Uh, and then Simon Baz is summoned by the Green Lantern. Dialogue boxes. Code 109. Unknown spacecraft entering terrestrial atmosphere. Respond immediately. So, he goes and he Green Lanterns. And then we cut to other new Green Lantern. Jessica Cruz. Now, you may remember her from such shows as this one just last week. And, oh, that's my phone dying. Hope you guys heard that. Not going to do anything about it because why would I? Uh... (laughs) Anyway, she died in the je- in the, the Dark Side War and then was brought back to life by the Lantern Ring, and it, it turns out she's got some severe social anxiety, which, hey, who can't relate to that? Because leaving the house is terrible. Um, she has a conversation with a girl who recognizes her, and uh, she's going to stay with her, and then she gets summoned with her Green Lantern dialogue boxes, and away she goes. She suits up. And flies off and she's like, well, she took that well. As in completely confused, because I'm a Green Lantern. Anyway, she flies off and she uh lands. There's this crashed spaceship in uh, Arizona. And Simon is also there. And he says, I'm a Green Lantern. And she said, or he says, I am Green Lantern. And she says, I am too. Jessica Cruz, Lantern of Sector 28 something. And in a actually kind of hilarious uh part green lantern dialogue box corrects her twenty eight fourteen it's uh it's it's good dialogue they go back and forth and uh Simon says did someone die for you to get the ring please tell me it was guy Gardner and she says i don't know who that is and, and then the The ring says, Guy Gardner, Green Lantern of Section 2814. I thought that was me. No, it's me. They argue over who it is, and then a Manhunter shows up. They fight the Manhunter and lose. It goes very poorly for them. And then, oh, you guys failed. Hal Jordan shows up and says, hey, you guys are Green Lanterns, and you suck at it. You're the worst Green Lanterns. Uh, he basically gives them a lot of shit. They are kind of argue a little bit, and Hal pries them apart and uh, says, You guys are terrible, and you need to learn how to not be terrible, so summon your lanterns and gimme your lanterns. You know, they're power batteries. And here's a thing that I didn't know that you can just do. He just combines the lanterns. He just smushes them into one lantern. Now, is it double power lantern, or is it not so much Is it just one regular lantern now? And is that a waste of a second lantern? What is happening? There's no explanation as to why this happens. Like, why can Hal do this, essentially? He does it because he wants them to work together. But why can he just do it? Anyway, Um, he says, you two are going to work together and you're going to work with the Justice League and... I've got stuff to do on the other side of the universe, and who knows where John Stewart is, and Kyle Rayner probably doesn't even exist anymore. So, uh, the end, I guess. <laughs> I'm out of here. Have fun, guys. Good luck. And then Red Lantern reveals himself to be the Red Lantern. Um, what is it? Atrocious? Atroeticus? Atroeticus. A-T-R-O-C-I-T-U-S. Atrocitus? It's terrible. DC sucks at naming people. I'm sorry, but it's true. Anyway, he talks about the prophecy and how there was a Blackest Night and then a Brightest Day and now comes the Red Dawn and big giant letters. He's atrocious. Father of the Red Lantern, sure. And he's hanging out with uh, the one lady Red Lantern with the bone wings and the kitty Red Lantern whose name I forget, but enjoy that there's a cat. I like cats. Hey guys. They're they're hanging out in the window, keeping me company while I record. Uh and it's to be continued in Green Lanterns number one. Um hey, you know what? Cool. Sounds pretty good. I'm I'm gonna read more of these comics. I'm gonna read more Green Lantern Jessica Cruz. Sure. I'm on board with her and her social anxiety and, and Simon Baz and uh, and and his problems and the things that he's got to have overcome. You know what? Let's do it. I'm on board. And when that Justice League Rebirth book comes out, I'll probably read that too. Justice League with two Green Lanterns? Sure. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. Good work. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward comic. Uh, but well worth your time the art's good did I talk about who the creative team is did they even mention who the creative team is until uh until the end of the book I don't think they did oh no there it is okay written by Jeff Johns and Sam Humphreys art by Evan Van Schiver, Skyver Skeever sorry and Ed Beans Beans Ed Beans I don't care if that's not how his name is pronounced I'm calling him Ed Beans that's a great name your name is Ed Beans God, I hope I can have Ed Beans on the show sometime. Uh next up we're gonna talk about Green Arrow. I'm as surprised as you are. We'll be right back. What's wrong, Will? I just I don't have any good art. What? I don't have any good art.
1: How can you not have good art? Everyone needs good art
0: know everyone needs good art and I just can't find any well
1: why didn't you come to me sooner
0: I don't know do you know a place I do know a place where is it
1: well if you have access to the world wide web which I do go to www.coyotitude spelled c-o-y-o-t-i-t-u-t-e dot com where you'll find lots of good arts
0: that sounds awesome. What kind of art's there?
1: Uh, do you like whale sharks? I
0: love whale sharks. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I whale
1: sharks. Um, also lots of other animal type stuff.
0: Very cool. I love animals.
1: Because if you're going to put something on your wall, it might as well be an adorable animal.
0: Of course. So is it just uh, is it just like prints and, and things like that?
1: Oh, yeah. And stickers. And Stick- buttons. I
0: love stickers and buttons.
1: And I know that you've got one of the most adorable cats ever.
0: That's true. His yeah. name's Watson, and you've been on the show.
1: Watson is a fantastic cat and gorgeous.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he should probably be immortalized someday. Guess where you can have that done?
0: Where can you have that done?
1: Coyotitude.com. What?
0: You take requests? I do. I You do take commissions? commissions? That is fantastic. Yep. What's that website again?
1: Coyotitude.com. Spell it. C-O-Y-O-T-I-T-U-D-E.com.
0: I'm going to go on the internet and check it out right now. Sounds good. And we're back. Welcome back. We're talking about DC comics against all odds. I have been reading and enjoying DC comics can you believe it? Because I sure can't. Um, uh, one more thing I want to I want to mention about uh, Ellen, the the amazingly talented artist that we were just talking about in that commercial. She's going to be at Anthrocon Pittsburgh. So if you are in or around the Pittsburgh area and are attending Anthrocon she's got a table she does incredible art and she will do art for you go and talk to her and give her money and she will make you beautiful arts uh and what kind of beautiful arts check them out at coyote and i'll see you at anthrocon probably um we're talking about dc comics we sure are it's happening it's going down and uh much to my surprise i saved the best for last and the best is green arrow what there's nothing about this book that i don't like it's great the tone the art the the comedy the action the creepiness the mystery it's really just phenomenal oliver queen is is being he's running around being green arrow there's a let no let's start at the beginning sorry (laughs) um he was on a date and the date walked out and he's chatting with the waiter and he's like can you believe she said my beard was gross and the waiter's like well you tip really well so uh no it looks great Uh, There's a young lady who has a child, and she's playing a guitar for money, and it's got the sticker that says, This Machine Kills Fascists, and, you know, like you do. Um, Ollie gives the kid $100, it blows away, and the girl goes after it into the sewers, and she's immediately eaten, uh, apparently. (laughs) Um, Ollie monologues and uh, someone is taking the kid away, and the kid's like, I want to let me go, I want my mom. Green Arrow goes to save the kid, and we get our first good look at him uh, in general, but also in costume. The costume's actually pretty badass. Uh, It's uh, a good blend of new and old. He's not wearing a a weird tunic, but he's got the beard back. Um, He's got his mustache, beard, mask. It's uh, it's real solid. And, uh, of course, on this splash reveal page we get the creative team Benjamin Percy writing art and color by Otto Schmidt Schmidt Uh, sorry I don't know what just happened to me and lettering by uh, Nate Picos of Blambot he saves the kid and fights the stranger in the what seems to be like rags and it's apparently (laughs) Black Canary I don't know why she was wearing rags and they hit it off right away Uh, There's actually a really great panel where she um, uh, throws off the rags, and there's no dialogue. It's just Green Arrow looking at Black Canary like, what? (laughs) It's really good. Uh, And she reveals that they met one time before, and now he's got facial hair, and that's weird because, I mean, God knows it's strange if someone has a beard. Come on. Anyway, they go back to Ollie's apartment, give the kid a bath because he's filthy and injured, and um, they're having a back-and-forth conversation about what happened to the kid, and uh, Ollie's had enough about all this beard shit, and he's going to shave it. And he does. He shaves it down to the pointy goatee that we know and love, the goatee that is in the same shape as his arrow tips which I now just realized probably should have realized I don't know a decade ago Ugh. anyway they talk about how um, how Green Arrow is defending people who are tr- downtrodden by the man but he is the man look at his apartment and his life and his you know refrigerator she's looking at his refrigerator and he's got a knife block right he's got it. what looks to be sitting on the stove because there's the um, the ventilation over top of it don't put your knife block on the stove you animal you clearly don't use it either one of them if it's just sitting on the stove underneath your vent come on man like five minutes of research or I don't know live in a world where you own a knife block or a stove good lord Anyway, she's <laughs> she's checking out his fridge, and it's a side-by-side fridge, and I'm jealous because I like a nice side-by-side fridge, but mine is not a side-by-side fridge. The freezer on top, old-style fridge, which you know what's pretty good. It gets the job done, but who doesn't love a side-by-side? I mean, seriously. Anyway, she calls him a hypocrite, and he says, "Yeah, you don't know me." And she's like. Oh, well, you just have to work harder to impress me. Let's get the kid home. He says we can find his father in the jungle. And Ollie is flabbergasted by the idea that there's a jungle. He's like, the what? Clearly, Ollie doesn't know shit about hobos. Because that's where hobos live in hobo jungles. So they go and they argue. They're just bickering the whole entire time about how, uh, you know, Ollie's rich, and he didn't used to be rich, and he does lots of good stuff, and Black Canary's also not rich, and comes from, you know, not richness. (laughs) Anyway, it would be pretty dull, except the art is gorgeous the coloring is beautiful and the character design is great and it's just all around a very lovely book which really picks up the slack when things get a little dull yeah um so kid finds his dad and he's like where's your mother as if he's not that's the first thing he says he's not happy to see the little kid he's like where's your mother shame shame shameful hobo Um, and then they're screaming and the underground men show up and they're like they're all like Nosferatus yeah they're all like Nosferatus in in steampunk goggles which is fine that's pretty gross real intimidating and they all they all make a slurm sound effect and that's not exaggeration the the sound effect is slurm s-l-u-r-m and that's all they say so Black Canary and Green Arrow go to town they have another little quick panel where they exchange a glance, which I love those panels. It, it really adds to it. And, uh... Then they fight. <laughs> it, it doesn't kick off with the best, you know, bit of dialogue. He says, these guys like to stick to the shadows, so let's steal back the night! And he shoots a light arrow into the... It into the sky and whatever. Now, fun little Prince reference. Uh... Black Canary says this is what it sounds like when your ears bleed, right? And was steel back of the night is that also a prince reference? I don't know. I'm sorry if it is and I missed it whatever. I'm lame and read comics and have a podcast about it. Anyway, um Ollie's fallen in love. He just pauses for a second. He says there's something about her, something that makes me feel gratefully defenseless. Aww. It's just so sweet. I can't believe it. Uh, they shoot one of the underground Nosferatu dudes uh, in the leg with an arrow, so they can interrogate him. And interrogate they do. They want to. They ask him some questions, and he says "slurm." And they ask him more questions. And he says tonight the auction, and then they show him where, or he shows them where rather. And basically, they're getting along now. Green Arrow, Black Canary, they're on board. Screw the kid. What happened to the kid? Who gives a shit? They certainly do not. And what they stumble upon is a, an auction um, where the auctioneer is a big, tall, Nosferatu, Taltos-looking dude. And uh, he's auctioning to people in lots of different masks. Cool. Well, whatever. So, the the point of the whole thing is that the auction is a real secret because they're auctioning people! Oh, they... They're auctioning a 25-year-old female to start. And uh, they talk about how, like, nobody's going to chase, nobody's going to find these people. Uh, they're completely insignificant. They don't have family, so on and so forth. Um, I, I thought it was a, um, a nice touch that he says, This feed is camouflaged by 20 VPN relays. We only accept LexCoin. I thought that was a nice touch. Cryptocurrency transactions. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, Green Arrow and Black Canary go to town on these guys, beat the crap out of them. Say to evil Red Mask guy, "We're gonna, <clears throat> we're gonna come get you." Uh, and then it's daytime, and they're they're on board. They're having a nice, you know, nice time meeting introducing everybody's friends now and they they hit it off right away um ollie says oliver queen nice to meet you diana and she says finally and their lips are so close and then it's it that's over um this was real good they've incorporated a few elements from the tv series unsurprisingly um where they he talks about you know i used to be a d-bag but then i got dropped on the island and it took things from me and I learned how to love other people I don't know if that was part of his origin story before but it is now um, much like the television show this one issue was a thousand times better than any episode of the of the TV show uh, and that includes the crossover episode with the Flash which even that was fun but this was great this was this was. It was I mean it was funny it was interesting and the art was good and the characters were good and I want to see what happens. I'm going to give it another chance. Um, I'll pick it up. I'll read. I guess it's Green Arrow number one officially, not Rebirth number two. But you know what? I'm on board. Good work. Good work, DC. You're you're doing real well. You're you're drawing me in, guys. Uh, it's it's really coming along. So uh, next up, uh, we've got fan mail. Yeah, we've got fan mail, which I'm I'm thrilled about. And we this actually came in last week, and I'm very, very sorry. Last week was a little hectic and uh we didn't get to read it, but uh it's, it's actually more relevant now than it was before we talk about rebirth or he talks about rebirth, and it is from our old friend Mad Mike. Subject spoiler zone X-Men Rebirth Cap. Uh and this is the third segment. You know that this is where the spoilers live. Greetings, Will. Lots of comic book things happened this week, so I wanted to just drop a few thoughts on them. Full spoilers ahead. X-Men Apocalypse. I saw it in a 4D theater, and I highly recommend that experience. The seat moved and everything, and it was a lot of fun. It was cool seeing Scott's origin. Also, that even in high school, Cyclops is a dick. Psylocke was ripped right from the books I just wish they gave her a bit more to do Magneto was amazing especially the stuff with his other family Weapon X stuff was awesome if not a bit drawn out and we got the damn helmet Apocalypse himself was pretty good Uh, they were a little vague on his abilities but he definitely looked better than originally thought also that danger room scene though oh yeah and the tail credits is a nice teaser for the next movie Moving to actual comics, I read the most two, the two most controversial ones this week. Rebirth and Captain America. Oh man, bringing the Watchmen, more specifically Dr. Manhattan to the DC Universe, gives me a lot of trepidation, but I hope they use it to fix the stuff I felt the New 52 broke. Captain America being Hydra since he was a kid is super odd. Like, even in the course of the book. But I will say, it got me interested to see where they go from here. Well, that's it for me. Happy writing, happy reading, and don't spend too long in the Speed Force. You'll never get out alive. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much for that, uh, for that bit of fan mail. I greatly appreciate it. I actually have not seen X-Men yet. I also have not read, uh, the new Captain America yet, but... Yeah, in all things, in the due, in the fullness of time, and all due time, and to, uh, event. I'm gonna, I'm go, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. Uh, that's it. That's it, folks. Uh, before we close the book on another episode, a few short things to share with you. Thank you for listening to Panel Riot. First and foremost, it means the world to me to know that you are out there listening to me. Just jabber about comic books. <laughs> I, I really, I greatly appreciate it. Would you like more? More is available. You can find us at our base of operations, panel where you can also, if you really like the show, donate to the cause. You can become a Patreon supporter of Panel Riot. There are rewards. There is special content. It's all over there. Go to PanelRiot.com and click the link that says Patreon. You will join the pantheon of supporters currently helping the show run smoothly with their hard-earned dollars. Who are those people? Well, I'll tell you. Ellen Hemington, Meredith Staten, Antonio Garza, Ed Burke and of course Mike Sorg. This show wouldn't happen without them on a scale of 1 to 10, say it with me now. They are the best. You can follow us on Twitter at Panel Riot. I'm at DJ Lunchbox. You can also follow Internet Sensation and Panel Riot intern Stan at Intern Stan. You can also follow our wonderful sponsor, the Petri Family, at Petri Wine. Finally, Watson has his own Twitter page. Watson, where can the people find you online? You are not Watson. Which cat are you? Let's see. You look like Watson. You're much fatter. You look like a raw turkey someone dropped in a barber shop. Romy. Romy, are you on Twitter? Romy's not on Twitter. He's not on Twitter. He's busy. He's busy doing cat stuff. Who knows? Anyway, uh our show's available anywhere. Fine podcasts are sold, including iTunes. If you are on iTunes, please, please, please rate and review the show. If you do, you will have a teeny tiny little puppy nuzzle your nose if you do. Oh, if you don't listen on iTunes and still want to hear the show in another way that you aren't already doing, um, go to panelride dot com. Click the link that says "most recent episode." It does what it say it do. Also, we're now on Google Play Music. You can just you can find us anywhere. It's it's really a great time to it's a party. It's a panel riot party. I want to know what you think of the show. Please email us panel at gmail.com. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't like, uh, what you think of Oliver and why it is better in a million ways than the actual show arrow. Thanks for listening. True believers. And remember life is too short to read bad comics. member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com
1: let's go out to the lobby let's go out to the lobby let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine petri wine